talk about. Some shit that I don't care about. Uh, some shit that I'm very excited about. Just, just shit in general. Just shit of different shades, different poo poo colors. There's a lot of wow. there's a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. One might call it the rainbow shit. What are you munching on, Scott? Uh, I, I did I did a little keto meal. Did okay. I? Uh, I sautéed some jalapenos, some uh, yellow, orange, red peppers, and some uh, some like onion, some red onion. Uh, I'll never buy three different kinds of peppers again, though, <laughs> because when you do self checkout at Walmart, they're like really like uptight about. It. They make you like ch- like check out and search for each different colored pepper. I'm like, oh, I know, isn't that weird? It's the same all- fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, I have a friend who like shaft lips, shaft lips. Oh my god, shaft, shaft. <laughs> Lifts. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of pepper fraud happening at Shoprite. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Like, like my one friend's like, yeah, he's like they, they charge, they charge like twenty two dollars for like this this fucking vanilla bullshit that that comes a little. So I just I just scan the paprika, <laughs> put, it, put it in the bag. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, honestly, like, I'm not I'm not advocating for theft, but fuck Walmart. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Like, like, if you see somebody, if you ever see somebody stealing food, don't, don't say anything. You know what I mean? Like, like, fuck, fuck Walmart. Fuck, uh, I don't know, fuck everything, man. Honestly, I, I'm in a super negative headspace today, like the most negative I could possibly be in. Despite oh, the fact that, that despite, despite the fact that all of my games today were a joy. But it's the fact that, like, have you ever just, like, have you ever just, like, worn yourself out and burnt yourself out so much that you can't even enjoy things that you actually enjoy? One one hundred percent of the time, all of the time. Yeah, it, it's a fucking like. Have you ever been getting like a humdinger and you're just like, when is this? When am I going to come? When this is over? When can I go to, can I go to sleep? You know what I mean, like, I fear the day that I get there where I'm like so old and crotchy, and my sex drive has dipped so much that like even a blowjob feels like a chore. Like, oh god, like hurry up. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel I, like that day's I, a coming. <laughs> that, that day's a coming. That day's well, coming, but you're not. Yeah, that needs to come in where like I'm I'm too I'm too like pent up and miserable to even enjoy an orgasm. Right, right. I feel I feel like the only way I'd possibly ever feel annoyed by a blowjob is if I got the auto blow AI and I was getting them whenever I wanted all the time. And then my wife saunters in one night. Kind of saunters lazy. in. Oh no, Saun- saunters. That's a horrible way to say she walks in her room. Saunters in. And uh, tries to lay. I don't think saunters means what you think it means. You're doing this like it's real cute. I saunters is what like, like a rat does. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? like Templeton from from Babe. Just <laughs> would saunter in. No, saunter is walk in a slow, relaxed manner without hurry or effort. Fuck you guys. <laughs> anyway, I mean, but but when you close your eyes and you say the word saunter, what image does it elicit? <laughs> right, maybe it's a fucking rat. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, uh, anyway, is it, like, I, is, it like, I meant, is it like one of these? Like one of these? You know? <laughs> well, they have a, we'll go with slinks in. Slinks anyway, in please get back to the uh, blowjob yeah. story. Yeah, by yeah the get way. back to the and, part uh, about, about your lovely wife trying to trying to just doing the rat walk over to just gobble <laughs> down, <laughs> gobble down on your cheese. <laughs> Taking the whole wheel tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> to episode 40, boys. We're 40. We are 40. Oh, wow. Not this is, this is 40. 40. This is 40. I, and someone was, I knew someone was going to make the joke yeah. immediately. Is it, is it uh, weird that none of us look younger than Paul Rudd and he's 51? No, dude. <laughs> I sent yeah, a fucking picture. 
in the chat earlier today of Paul Rudd taking this month. He's 52 years old. He looks like he's still like 27, dude. I swear yeah. to God. Yeah. Uh, he's he's got to be a Satanist, right? Like made a pact with Bagul or something. Yeah. There's like a portrait <laughs> of him aging in an attic somewhere. 100%. Yeah. Like B- Bilal gifted him a part of his soul in exchange for uh, like, you know, whoever, whoever's the head of his fan club eventually gets sacrificed to Bilal in order for right. Paul Rudd to uh, maintain his eternal, eternal youth. Right. You said you said Bilal, and it's, this isn't funny. It's just my brain having weird synapses. And, and then I thought Bagheera from the Jungle Book. So I'm just picturing him praying to like the cartoon panther from Jungle Book. And I'm gonna. I'm I gonna thought, the, I thought the cartoon panther was Shao Kahn. That's the tiger. Oh, I didn't even this know there was a panther then. To be honest, you guys with you. both have a way better memory than I do. Jesus yeah. Christ! Jungle Book was my favorite Disney animated film oh. when I was growing up. Okay. Dude, King Louis. Do you ever scratch your back on song. like the, the like a door frame and you feel like just a fat piece of shit like the bear in that movie? Uh, every time I do it, like I go, I go, ooh. Who yeah. voiced the bear in that? Was it John Goodman? Because I feel like it should have been if it didn't. Uh, I don't think it was, but I don't know the answer. I feel like he was way too young at that time. Yeah, I, I know that wasn't it. Um, Bill Murray in the CGI remake that did Baloo, which is hilarious. Yeah, but Bill Murray also did Garfield. Yeah. And then did a sequel to Garfield. So, like... Uh, Phil Harris did it in the original. I don't even know who Phil Harris is. He looks like a mummy in the fucking picture of him that I just found. So, okay. uh, he's dead now. All right. But, uh... R.I.P. Hey! <laughs> did they remove his anyway. organs through his nostrils? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, episode 40, boys. Uh, this is a milestone episode, but it's also... We're getting very close to our one year uh potiversary which mm. i hate saying that word but i'm gonna keep yeah, let's saying not do that. i hate hearing it I'm, no, i hate I'm hearing gonna, it but i feel like yep, you're gonna yep. keep doing it so it's okay. uh i'm very excited i it's, it's not gonna our episode release is not gonna fall directly on the one year it's probably gonna be like three days before but um we have things for people to open and i'm very very much looking forward now, what, to what date is what date is our official pot of yeah I, I wasn't the september 24th okay, i believe okay. i believe is the one year so we're gonna either have the 20th or the 27th depending on when the second gift comes in i would much. say 27th because we still got some stuff in the works we want to make sure yeah. we, we we have in time it's very critical. Long as, long as, okay. All right. All right. We'll, we'll make 20. You're making me the, wait. The, the thing is, the cat's out of the bag, Chris. Because whether, whether you remember or not, you got drunk in my stream. Or you came to my stream drunk. And you told me that you got, you and Derek are getting me a gift. not sound like me at all. And uh, <laughs> I know me and you were getting Derek a gift. So right, me and Derek right, right. are naturally getting you a gift. Oh, yeah. no. You didn't have to. I actually, this is why. This wait, is wait, why wait, 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 Everybody's getting everybody's paired up to get someone to get. I gifts. got a gift. Yeah, I got a gift. It's got a come That just sounded so scripted, though, didn't it? Oh, no. Yeah, you didn't oh, have no. To. <laughs> it's like, he's, like, he's like, you fucker, better be getting me something nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I considered the come. I'm serious. The cum, you got me a come mug uh, forever and a day ago, and I I didn't get you guys anything. Yeah, anymore. yeah. But all AFI references aside, it's, it's our potiversary, as you said. Oh, God, even saying it makes me feel dirty. Doesn't it, doesn't yeah, it hurt yeah. you so much? Like, oh, I, 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 wish I, I wish I could run up behind me while I'm saying it and kick myself in the dick, but I'm sitting down and I don't have a, I don't have a, a doppelganger, so there's no way to accomplish it. Can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a double. Um, all right, cool. So we're, we're very excited about that. Uh, there's a lot of shit coming. I, we keep saying it week to week, but there's we have uh, some decent stuff to talk about this week. But really, next month, uh, Shang-Chi, and it is officially Shang. I saw uh, him pronounce it in a, in a, in a clip. Couldn't mm. think of the word. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that's coming out. We have there's so much shit coming out before the end of the year that we're stoked for. I don't know why I'm I'm doing the fucking recap here. Derek, how was your how was your day? Uh, it Today. was it was a day. It was just any other Monday, just uh, Mondays. Am I right? Bill Murray's Garfield. Uh, just you know, oh, getting no. through it. Now I'm home, and we're gonna do this thing. <laughs> uh, don't sound so excited. About no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're fucking here. I guess. I guess I'm here Excuse again. Me. It's a week after week. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Scott? Uh, it feels so good to not have to go anywhere or do anything today. Like I went to the beer store and then came home at like two p.m. and got toasted immediately. I've been nice. drinking for like five hours, boys. I'm very so, jealous. So the tongue is a little loose. Uh, Ooh, I still need okay. to come up. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have gills, though, or whatever the fuck you guys were talking about earlier, so I still have to come up for air when I eat pussy. Uh, <laughs> tracheotomy. Uh, sure, sure. Ew, though, right? Because, like, you hear, you, you know, you, like, imagine someone with a tracheotomy, like a male or female, depending on your preference, going down on you. You know, you'd hear, like, the, the, you hear the <laughs> the emphysema crackle coming. Yeah, yeah. Like, you hear like that, <laughs> like that gurgle, like <laughs> like there's a graboid under the sands. It's there's no way that's sexy, right? You can't yeah, just yeah, like, tune that out. You're trying real but, hard. But like. the, th- the the fucked up thing, guys, is you know some other there's a crack whore with a tracheotomy who like some guy paid extra to fuck the trach at some yeah, point. Yeah, or like don't, oh, don't yeah yeah don't don't no. picture it. Don't pi- just 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 let it go in one ear and then breathe it out. Don't 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 focus too hard too long. God, my my segue was literally going to be. You guys ever wonder if dudes with tracheotomies realize how lucky they are? Because <laughs> they can actually suck their own dick. Is that what you're implying? No, because they could uh, eat the poos the poos eye without ever coming up for oxygen. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was. It was going to be real bad, and I'm not gonna obviously not going to do it unless the trach um, tube then goes into the beehole, uh, and then do, you're do you, really in trouble. Do you think oh, that's that's no. part of what the uh, was that part of the attraction in Shape of Water that he had gills he could. Go underwater just in the bathtub. Going, just, yeah. just blah, 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 you know, just like, <laughs> oh shit! I think yeah. he also had like two and a half inch long sharp teeth, so I feel like it cancels it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no one's trying to, no one's trying to get you know, filleted by a piranha, right? <laughs> Unless you're one of what are those twins that are in well, Jerry, Jerry, and something. They were in Piranha 3D. You guys have seen the remake of Piranha? Like there was a horrible eighties movie, Piranha, where like the the government the government worked on like a top secret like war weapon, like what they weaponized Piranha so they could like just introduce them to uh, you know the ecosystems in foreign countries when we invaded, and they would just kill everybody and eat everything. They remade it where like Jerry is named Lawler, not Lawler, that's the wrestler. There's the two douchey brothers from Sliders, and uh, it's just a bunch of porn stars getting eaten to death naked for like an hour and forty five minutes. Sounds uh, like a good, good time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christopher. When you're a young kid, yeah, definitely. What's his name? Uh, Doc Brown's in it. Christopher. Oh, Christopher Lloyd? Lloyd, yeah. He is? With mm-hmm. porn stars that are being eaten? Gianna Michaels is parasailing at one point naked. What? And, and, yeah, and 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 her, <laughs> her like, and yeah, and, like her legs do- <laughs> drop below the water because like the, the boat slows down. She's like starts screaming. There's bubbling and blood. And then oh, when no. it takes off again, she still has giant voluptuous titties, but nothing from like from like the 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 torso down, like no pusai to be seen. No pusai, right? No. Okay. Remember Deep Blue Sea, and they were like, "These sharks are smart because uh, we've been trying to cure Alzheimer's." And it's like, did we need what? a reason why the sharks were eating people? No, that was the plot of the movie. 100%. Yeah, no, no, I remember, I remember, I remember, but like, like, yeah, sharks remember everything. Like, well, then how come if they're so fucking smart? Why can't they swim backwards? That's fucking. And then one does it like, oh, my God. And it's like, yeah, well, I mean, you think evolution would take care of that on its own without you having to, like, make them super smart to harvest their 
nutrients or what the fuck was it? What, what were they I, ca- I can't remember. I have no idea. Who Much knows? like the sharks in that movie. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, because they sucked oh. up all their fucking fluid to cure Alzheimer's. The sharks, the sharks couldn't remember where the fuck LL Cool J was. That's how he made it through that movie. They saw him turn the corner and did not remember where the fuck he was. And that boy had a parrot for a partner. Like, that parrot would not shut the fuck up. Yeah. Neither would LL. Just no? kept going. It's hard to say LL really quick in a sentence. You sort LL. of trip over LL. 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 All right, let's get into it. We get uh, we have some things that I want to talk about that are cool. We have some we have a rant. We have a Scott rant TM. Oh what yeah, I, yeah. Let's just you know. Uh, we we have some uh, <laughs> we have some cool video game updates and some cool trailers, and I'm just going to dive into it. So the um, the Star Wars gallery that came out I don't know back when Mandalorian season two actually aired, fucking like six months ago at this point, or at least it feels like it. Uh, they finally released the 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 end chapter of that, which covers the Mark Hamill Luke Skywalker reveal and how they did it. As you can imagine, it wasn't just Mark Hamill in a uh, in his outfit, and then they de-aged his face. <laughs> if I may, I, w- I would rather have seen the behind the scenes of how the guy who did it in his garage made it look better than they did. Can I see that? Yeah. Can I see that documentary? So you know what's interesting? They. Hired they- well, they did hire him, and we know that. We talked about it here, I think. Yes. Uh, you heard it here, I think. <laughs> Maybe I should get bit by one of those sharks that makes me remember better. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 they just eat you. You don't, you don't. Yeah, you don't get better memory. You just get, you just get yeah. baited. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, I would, if, if either of you care at all about the behind the scenes stuff, I would suggest watching it. It was actually very interesting, but there's two things that I wanted to bring up because I thought they were nifty. Little nifty, little nifty tidbits. One of them is that, uh, Plo Koon, it's kind of like this uh, yeah. under the radar Jedi when he first fucking came out. Mandible, and fucking mandibles, like built in. I believe he had the yellow lightsaber, right? Yeah, yeah. he or had a yellow one or something. Okay. Yeah, uh, who I thought he looked badass. He was always one of my the cooler looking Jedi's. Who he dies in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, he gets taken uh, out. He's like, like he's most in, of he's them. in space and he gets. He's not even down. on his feet. It's the yeah. worst. It's just the, the worst. Yeah. One. Yeah. It hurts. Plo Koon uh, was the go-to Jedi to play in Jedi power battles. You guys are hell yeah, dude. That game right? was sick. Yeah, fucking game was it's, awesome. It's, it's, I always it's, use Plo Koon. It's, dude, dude, it's literally Gauntlet. It's literally Gauntlet Legends, but much shorter. And like, there's no, there's really no replay value, right? It's just hard as fuck. It's, yeah, it's until you unlock hard. Darth Maul, but then you realize it's just the same game. You're just Darth Maul now. So they used. They originally used story. They did fake storyboarding to hide this. They really went through like great lengths to try and keep it under wraps, and they used Locoon. They had a whole like fake backstory about how he survived uh, Order sixty six. Uh, they even show some of that artwork uh, that they made, and it looks badass. And although uh, although it was really cool to see Luke back and in his prime, uh, Locoon, I would have been stoked about Locoon. Like I would have been pretty psyched. Uh, the second thing is, when when this first came out, everyone was talking about his voice. And they were like, well, how'd they do the Luke voice? Or at least I was, because it sounded just like young Luke. And I heard someone say, like, oh, he did the voiceover, and then they digitally, like, did something to it. They, like, pitch shifted yeah. down so it sounded, like, higher. Or, like, they pitched and it that, up a little bit. And that sounded, like, sure, like, um, I guess they could do that. It turns out they did not do that. That voice is 100% digital. They took, what? yeah, they took all the behind the scenes interviews uh, over all the years from anything he did, all the films themselves, and they literally created a fucking digitized version of him that will say whatever they want. And you can't tell the difference. It sounds fucking incredible. Uh, it's not him speaking at all. 
And so hang they on. actually had did they, did they cut up his actual audio or they like used an AI to like create his they voice? They used an AI. Using, okay, it. okay. Yep. That much makes a like, lot more sense. <laughs> much like the deep fake, which you literally just run samples of the person's face from every angle possible. Yeah. Uh through and let the AI do the work. That's what they did. They synthesized his voice digitally and created it. Hmm. Um and the other the other cool thing was just that uh they had him on set, he read the script, he knew what was going on. They had him do the take. So they could get like his mannerisms, but then they use the body double. So really, there's no part of actual Mark Hamill that's on that stage. It's just yeah. inspired by. Should basically. have just been Sebastian Stan. I agree. I agree. I know. I know. Um, every time we talk about the show, I say it, but it's. No, I, I agree. And here's the thing. The whole the whole thing with deep fakes is the closer the structure of the face is to the original, the more convincing it's going to look. Right. Yeah. So even if you have him in the role. And then apply like a deep fake. It would look incredible. We've seen it. We've seen it on fucking YouTube. Like you said, people who don't have the ILM budget. They did mention um, trying a deep fake method. Clearly, the guy who did it knows way more about it than they did because it didn't look bad, but it was not. I mean, to get quality like they did on you fucking YouTube video, you yeah. know, it, any anyway. I digress. I would say check it out if you're a fan of the show. Uh, there are rumors abound that season three will be the final one. Good. But that's rumors. So we'll see. I hope they do. Yeah. I, everything oh, needs an end. Yeah. It, it yeah. honestly should be because they're they're getting pretty close to jumping the shark with it already with all the Clone Wars stuff. It's they're, too, they're getting yeah. so close. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it needs a good end and I think I think fucking do it. Um, oh, Scott, you want to introduce next piece of news about the... Uh, R.E. Yeah, uh, there's some set photos that have been released from the Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City live action feature length film. Is it called Welcome to Raccoon City? Yes. I uh, hate that. Just yeah, that, that, I mean, no, that, that's the first strike against it. Let's be real here. Uh, second strike against it is that it's supposed to be the plot of not only Resident Evil 1, which includes the entire mansion incident, but it's supposed to be Resident Evil 2 as well, which takes place... I believe a month, be both of them? a month and a half to two months after. Yeah, like there's there's been photos of them shooting at the uh, the RCPD, photos of them shooting at the mansion. What I'll say is whoever did the set designs is a is a godsend. Whoever did the set designs, Chef Kiss, the mansion's aesthetic looks incredible. It looks like I'm I'm literally mm-hmm. looking into the lobby of the game. I mean, I, look 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 behind me. It's 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 perfect in every way she performed the set design, the costume design. Looks like it's a Brazzers porn parody where the costume department <laughs> was like, what doesn't have cum on it that looks like it's the same color as the costumes? I fucking hate. <laughs> I fucking hate these set photos for that reason alone. Claire looks ridiculous. It's, it's like we talked about with, with Cowboy Bebop last week. Some things are just too on the nose. Some things you need to like, you need to make sure that they match the aesthetic of your of the real world, uh, you know, version of, of the game you're building or the story you're building. Uh, right. Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop's costumes look cartoonishly out of place, and at, and in the same vein, so do Resident Evil's. Uh, Claire and Leon look silly. Uh, the only person I think who people who looked okay were Chris and Wesker, and it's because they were in standard like SWAT gear, which is like what yeah. stars right. be. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to fuck that up. Cut, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like it, it, like that stuff is so cut and dry, and like pretty much copy pasted from reality. You can't yeah. fuck it up. But yeah. like these costumes that uh, Claire and Leon are in literally look like. We went to Spirit Halloween and bought yes. them and yeah. just took a yeah. photo in a dirty hallway. And it, it's like they're they're really, really bad. 
I've uh, seen better cosplays in the Resident Evil fan groups that I'm in on Facebook. Like, like 100%. Um, I don't have a problem with the actors being cast. There's been a lot of, like, drama around, like, well, Leon shouldn't be, uh, you know, shouldn't be, uh, a, like, a, what would you call it? Like, a Hispanic person. Mm-hmm. Jill shouldn't be, shouldn't be a, a person of color. It's like, well, think of what versions you play. Like, some of these people are casted perfectly. Some of them maybe not. Uh, but the the biggest issue is the costume design. Set design looks fine. Uh, even the special effects we see, I think Lisa Trevor in some of these photos here. And I think Lisa Trevor, uh, like the special effects department did a great job. At least the practical effects end of it uh, is done well. Hopefully, uh, though there's a budget there for the special effects too. But I really, I really doubt it. See, what I'm seeing here, it looks like it's going to be terrible. Like they're saying this going to be yeah. true to the original. Like that's, that's what they keep like, like uh, screaming from the hilltop. Like, oh, it's true to the original. And that to me means like, are we going to stick to the original story? Or are you going to go for that campy, cheesy B-movie style movie that the Resident Evil games emulate so well? Because in, in, the, in the form of a game, that cheesy B-movie bad one-liner cheese translates well because it's endearing. You know what I mean? Right. It's cool yeah. to play through a B-movie. I don't want to watch a major franchise de-evolve back into an actual B-movie because we've gotten like A-list dog shit movies from this franchise for the last 7, 8, 9, 10, fucking 12 years. I think I think the first Resident Evil may, may have come out in like 2001, so it may be over two fucking decades at this point. But no, I, um, I don't have high hopes, boys. I, I want to be optimistic, but I think it's going to be absolute shit. Uh, real real quick, uh, quick roundtable. Porn parody names based off of this movie title. I'm going with Resident Evil. Welcome to Wet Poon City. That's my <laughs> uh, Resident Sleazel. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, that's that's you guys took the only two. That's it. The, the only two anybody could possibly think of. You guys got both of them. Resident Evil Code Poronica. Damn it. Por- <laughs> Poronica? Porn no. Oh, I thought it had. I, I was. I'll accept it. I was positing it as has to be based off of the current title. Oh, off of the but, current title. OK, but that's OK. I Welcome like to Wet Poon City. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Wet Poon City. Yeah. Episode 40. I don't know about that. <laughs> What's the matter? Are you afraid to put poon in the title? No. <laughs> Could be rat poon city. You know how they saunter in when oh, they're ready to eat gr- your cheese. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Oh, fuck well, this, this is movie, man! S- like the Re- uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Two minutes, two minutes here. Not even the Resident <laughs> Evil fandom. We are, we have been conditioned to like to nibble crumbs, not unlike a rat looking for that cheese wheel. Uh, and, and the, like the, and the thing is like, with the exception of resident evil eight and resident evil seven, there really hasn't been a lot of great content for us recently. The movies have all been bad. All the animated movies suck. Uh, what is ultimate darkness or fucking infinite darkness or unending fucking oh God, fuck that show. Yeah. bullshit movie. Like it's, it's just, I don't know, man. I think, I think, the only good, uh, the only good horror game that's translated into a good horror movie are the Silent Hill movies, and even those aren't perfect. Uh, it's a, it's a heartbreaking time to be a Resident Evil fan. Seeing these, things. do you like the Silent Hill movies? I do. Yeah, I always really liked. The, I never saw yeah. whatever the second one was, but the the first one that came out I thought was excellent. Yeah, and it seemed like everybody who played the games were like, oh well, it's not true to the game at all. So and it's like, close. It's fucking close enough. You know what I mean, like like. I, Dude, but like the vibe and aesthetic of that movie is so unique. And like, yeah. I just feel like people overlook it because half of the people say like, oh, that's a video game movie. I don't care about those. And then the other half are like, oh, this is nothing like the video game. And it's like, this is a good movie. 
that you're yeah. passing over for very dumb reasons, no matter what camp you're in. The practical right. effects were awesome. The CGI, like the special effects were awesome. Yeah. The scene where Pier- the kills where Pyramid Head grabs a girl by the titties and rips all her rips skin her off. Rips her fucking skin. Dude, just dude. dude loves her oh my body. God. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot of Forrest Gump revival these past couple months, hasn't there? Yeah, it really has. I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. Um, all right. The next one also goes to Scott. Now, do you want me to set you up here? Uh, yeah, yeah. Set me up, Daddy. Fluff him. Let me spike it. Set me up, Daddy. Let me spike it. So uh, I just want to I'm going to preface this by saying that Scott started this conversation before Kotaku did. So I no one will believe us. <laughs> And we don't have proof. Another but, girl. I was, I've been tweeting about it for like a week and a half. Yeah. Oh, that, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, Scott has been tweeting about this. Uh, and then, turns out Kotaku also had similar feelings about it. Uh, there was a big hubbub because the developer, Amika Games, it's a, it's a lone guy who does it. Right, he's he a Russian releases, developer. Russian developer. He releases these shorter, usually sub two hour experiences. And he announced that he was going to leave game development for an indefinite amount of time. Um, due to Steam's two-hour refund policy, which has basically been royally fucking him on making any kind of money, despite having really good positive reviews. And with that, take it away, Scooth. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest. The first game I played that Amiga Games released was a game called Locked Up. And there wasn't really any tutorial. They didn't explain the controls you had. It was a very frustrating experience where I had to literally Google what the controls were to figure out how to do certain things and get past certain puzzles. Uh, just because there's a, a lack of uh, quality of life things, so such as like a simple tutorial or, you know, or even uh, a way to, to key buy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. But all that's all that aside, all the frustration aside, uh, locked up, I got about eight to 10 hours out of it. My first playthrough. And it was some of the best scares I've had in, in an indie game since Vizah. Um, and, and the thing is, like, <laughs> and the thing is, vi- vi- Visage is in total probably about, what, 20 to 30 hours long max. You know what I mean? And a lot of that's spent wandering around because you don't understand what the puzzles are. Now, this guy releases games that are about maybe the length, the longest ones, maybe the length of the Dolores campaign from Visage, if you guys are familiar with it. That's about a four hour campaign start to finish, even with the, the slip ups and the I don't know where to go, I don't know what to do, mm-hmm. and the, the troubleshooting and things like that. Um. It's possible with this guy's content to Google what to do to go through it if you're a content creator, get all the jump scares out of it that you want, and then return it because you can finish any any puzzle game in under two hours. You can finish the original Mist if you Google what all the fucking puzzles are because yeah, it's, right. it's 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 environmental storytelling. It's it's spending the time and giving a fuck and wanting to earn it, wanting that reward that makes these games take longer than two hours. Um, I've played through all of his releases, uh, locked up. Find Yourself, as well as Summer of 58, which is the most recent game. I played Summer of 58 about maybe a week ago, a week or two ago, and it clocked in at 1.9 hours for me to complete it. 1.9. Which means I had less than five minutes until I would have crossed the threshold in that game, probably. And people are beating it and returning it with less than five minutes on the clock. Uh, And as a result, this guy, uh, he was really disheartened by it, obviously. He's always a one-man studio, so like he's releasing these two to three. His first game again, like was probably about eight hours total. But since then, he's been releasing shorter games on a six-month cycle. 
I'm assuming so he can f- keep funding his studio and keep telling the story. Uh, in every game, it seems like you play the same uh, you know, protagonist, you know, hunt- hunting down and seeking out these supernatural places, getting to the bottom of these hauntings or possessions and so forth, so on and so forth. Uh, to me, the biggest issue is that the horror community is a very small uh, niche community, right? Like people who play horror games play them for the love of the game you want to be scared you want you want to encourage and show support for the people who have a proven shown passion for scaring the fuck out uh and it's no secret that most of the great horror games that have come out in the last decade uh aren't triple a titles you know dead space is dead in the water or has been up until recently where we're getting a remake yeah. uh, silent silent hill's been mia for over a decade uh when you, when you think modern horror you think outlast red barrel was a small 12 person studio until outlast one was a smash success Visage is a small a small team doing it doing indie games. All the Pacify games, um, you know, uh, Dev- Devour, and then you got this guy doing it on his own. Um, it seems to me like it's just mean spirited. It just seems like it's it's just people manipulating a system that's in place that maybe isn't fair. Um, especially as a horror fan, you know what I mean? Because there's it's, there's so few and far between. Most of the games that are worth playing now are labors of love, and they take years. Or months, uh, you know, two 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 hours takes six months of this guy's life. So to say that uh, eight dollars, or you know, it's currently on sale on Steam for six. To say that six dollars of your money isn't worth six months of his time just seems monstrous to me. You know, like mm-hmm. no one would think twice about spending that amount of money on a beer and a shot at the bar, or on a fucking value meal at McDonald's, or on a fucking movie, which is an entertainment medium where you spend ten dollars to go see Candyman this weekend or this week, and whether you like it or not, when you're done, you don't get your fucking money back. So to me, if you complete the experience and wh- whether you enjoyed it or not, if you've played it through to the end, it should be a go fuck yourself kind of thing. Like you've, you've completed the experience. Uh, and a lot of people, again, are completing it under the, un- under the two hour mark and just returning the game. And uh, it's like the food industry equivalent of like you go out to eat a steak and you get 90 percent of the way through it. And then you go, actually, uh, this was undercooked, so I don't want to pay for it. It's like, well, yeah. You ate it already. Like you, you, yeah. you finished it. It's done now. Um, my off the cuff thing with this, I'm just going to be completely honest with you guys was initially when we were talking about this, the reason I was quiet is because in my head, I was thinking, look, if you only make a game two hours long or sub two hours long, then that's on you. Like, why not just spend extra time to make it longer? That was my first thought. And then once I pondered on it for a couple more days, I thought, well, here's the thing. It has, uh, I think it's very positive or overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam. Yeah, the thing yeah. is, if you if you buy something and you enjoy it, if you then exploit some system to fuck the guy who put the work in to bring you that enjoyment, you're a piece of shit. You're a terrible person. Like whether it's eight bucks or even if it was a quarter of that, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is you you went into an honest agreement and said, you know, I'll exchange money for this thing. You liked the thing and then you got your money back anyway. It's not right. It's fucked up. And even if you play through again with, with the, the stake metaphor, if you've played through the entire game, even if you're in the small percentage of people who didn't like it, well, too fucking bad. You sat around and played the whole thing that like that. You just have to own it like you made a bad decision uh, uh, in your opinion. You you didn't read enough reviews. You didn't know if it was, you know, something you'd be into where you don't like horror games or whatever the reason is. Doesn't matter. You made that decision. You bought it. Um, the dark side of this is that I. Th- 
I love Steam as a company, but they are very well known to developers to have this take it or leave it kind of attitude. Like this is this is what we offer. This is who we are. And you either want to be uh, supported by us or you don't. And that's it. They don't generally change a whole lot for their developer, for people whose games they they. uh, So unless this really gained a lot of traction, which I hope it does. Uh, nothing's really going to be done because it is fucked up. Um, I don't know how long he's been making these games for, but I imagine it's been at least a couple years. Uh, his first one was in 2019, and then he's okay. released yeah. he's released uh, two games since then. So I mean, yeah. he's 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 put out about 30 hours. Well, let's let's say 20 hours worth of content in the last two years as a as a, a one man studio. So clearly, there's a passion for it. And so, and that's what I was going to say. Like, so a guy who has spent at least a couple years now um, doing what he loves to do, and clearly people like what he has to do. I I can see why he feels so defeated and just go, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to take this down another avenue. Uh, It's it's super fucked up. Can I proposition you, bullies? Sure. Prop me up, Uh, daddy. uh, I will. I'm going to buy you both summer of '58 while it's on sale right now. Okay. And uh, if you guys wouldn't mind spending the hour to two hours playing it this week, and then we can have an honest conversation about whether you think it's worth the price tag and, and how you feel about having experienced it. I mean, okay, if, I'm if, into if, that. If, if you're down to do yeah. that, because it's it's literally it's like 12, it's 12 bucks to buy it twice. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I, again, yeah, again, like again, that. again, that's less than a shot in a fucking beer. So, even if you guys hate it, keep it. Because yeah. the, the, the bully's been putting some fucking time in. I'm a big fan of his work. I'm not going to say it's perfect. It's not Moons of Madness good. It's not. But, but again, the horror community is so niche. It, there's so few creators out there that consistently put out work like this, that have the drive to do it like this, that, like, when you see somebody who's, you see, like, over the course of his, his game development career already, over the course of two years, an impressive level of improvement. Like, not only in uh, quality of life things, but also just... In the storytelling, in the way scares are presented, it's not just like mindless nonsense anymore. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's a real narrative, there's a real story. You you actually care about why you're there, and what's going on. And I can't say that that was the same thing with Locked Up, but that was two years ago. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, it's a hot button issue, and I think it should be. I, we talked before, Chris. I don't know if you want to talk about your idea that you had had about putting an achievement that once it's unlocked, you can't get a refund. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not. I mean, I can't take credit for it. So first and foremost. Yeah, okay, there we go. So, uh, first and foremost, my idea was, uh, my idea, what's the matter? All right, cool. Nothing, please, my idea was, please. uh, was that, you know, they could do something where if they, if you pass like a secret achievement mark or a secret checkpoint in the game, uh, what's, what's going on, Derek? You're right. No, the cheese good. stands alone. The cheese stands alone. <laughs> Uh, if you, you pass some sort of like secret check mark or secret achievement in the game uh, that the developer uh, puts in that is not public, uh, somewhere towards the end of the game, somewhere b- like let's say like right before the last, the final boss fight or something, that's the point you cross when you can no longer refund it. Like regardless of money or regardless of time spent, I'm sorry. Uh, regardless of how long the game is, how long you've been in it, if you pass like the let's say like the ninety percent mark, and they have a, a secret marker in there, yeah, that tells Steam it's non-refundable because you beat it. It's the equivalent of punishing the person who tries to eat the entire steak and then get a fucking refund. Yeah, or and cheese. I, and it could be cheese, like a wheel yeah. of cheese in that same. I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's making you say wheel of cheese, but I was just throwing it out there. Totally random. 
Oh yeah, let's pretend that you that you didn't do what you did, right? Let's just. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, you know, silly image, I'm sorry, but totally, totally uh, on board with with all the animosity towards the community that's fucking this guy, because I 100% agree with Scott, uh, and I was drunk, and I was in his stream the other night, and he was sort of having it out with somebody who I won't name, but not really having it out, but just a total disagreement of, like, of how this should be handled, and, and I, I just can't fathom... It's first off, it's like nine fucking dollars. Well, you think for yeah, you th- well, you think about like, you, think, you think about an hour of your time at work, even after taxes, right? Let's say that you make a uh, minimum wage, which is you know in, in this in this country in the U.S. is not great. Uh, after taxes, you're still probably bringing home about five bucks an hour. So you're saying that like five or two hours of your time at work isn't worth six months of this man's life, even if you're making. Even if you're on the lowest income bracket, even if you're on welfare, you know what I mean? Uh, it, like it's it's just it's there's no way to rationalize to say that like that much time and effort going into something, whether he uses uh, pre-rendered assets or not. You know what I mean, like yeah. it, it's that's that's it such a weird argument to me. Like, oh well, technically he didn't make the whole thing. Lot, like, I get like a secret. Lots no, and lots of large companies use pre-rendered fucking every assets. single yeah. indie horror developer phasmophobia. Uh, fucking pacify, devour. Ninety percent of these games are using the same assets because they they're, they can't afford to create their own shit. Man, why would they? A Even school, the sequels, desk- like to, to big AAA studios, are reusing assets from previous games. Have you played Skyrim? Because most of that game was actually made for Oblivion, and a lot mm-hmm. of Oblivion was actually made from shit that was used in Morrowind. It's like it, that's an industry standard. It's yeah. that's such a weird argument to try to dismantle the entire point of the thing. I don't know. It's just it's yeah. uh, my my message. Uh, I know we're, we're burning a lot of time on this. My message is: if you're a horror fan, uh, just do the right thing. You know what I mean? Like like you don't want to discourage people from developing. I'd rather have an incredible two-hour experience every six months than wait two years for a new horror game to play. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. for me, as somebody who genuinely loves the genre and genuinely loves being scared, when I when, when somebody is going above and beyond to do that and they're they're pumping content out as quickly as they can, don't punish them for the length. If it's quality, if it's if it's if it's not broken, if you enjoy it, if you have a good time, just man the fuck up. It's yeah. Again, it's six fuck. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Whoever sends us an email this week, whoever the first email we receive, I'll buy it for you too. Fuck it. It's six hey. fucking dollars. Make it the first three emails this week. I want to see a full inbox oh, next week. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, hang deal. on. Before you say that, there's a chance there might be an email in there this week. I'm checking it right now. Okay. Only because uh, I think your friend, uh, what's her name? Uh, shit. Oh, One Christine. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think she stopped in chat when we were finishing up. It takes two, and I specifically said send us an email. Oh, she didn't. Womp womp. All right, never mind. <laughs> Again, he's bumming me out, man. I'll take it back. Uh, what what I'll do is we'll That's simplify. Okay, it. We if still love if, you. If, if you're listening to this we podcast, do. Uh, do a hashtag. We'll figure out a hashtag by the episode, and then you just hashtag that first three. I see. We'll get a copy of that. Game. Yeah. You gotta be on PC. Oh. You gotta be on PC. Oh. Yeah. Fan interactivity, or maybe, um, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll stream all three of his games this weekend, and we'll do giveaways during the stream. How about that? Yeah, that works too. Oh, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. 
All right, uh, we have two more pieces of video game news. The next one's not really so much news as me just going, hey guys, this game's coming out and I'm really excited for it. Uh, Elden Ring, which we've talked about before, which comes out January 2022. So we're coming up. It's coming up close. I'm very excited about this. We got, what, five months left? Uh, there's another... They're sort of giving these hands-on looks to outlets now, and there's Polygon, IGN, all the major ones took a look at it, and they're really calling it, like, from software's Breath of the Wild. And and if some people might have negative connotations with that, uh, but yeah. reading... <laughs> Reading this article, uh, I'm really excited. I mean, it, look, there's nothing new in here that we didn't already hear. A couple things here and there about um, summoning people in. In Dark Souls, you would summon a friend uh, or something like that. But this, it seems like you can actually summon fallen enemies, things you've vanquished to kind of come back and help you. There's like different enemy types. You can get like a tanky person or someone that does more damage. Uh, but really, what I'm blown away with is that everybody keeps saying like this world is massive. It is a complete departure from the, the linear but very complex and, and well-designed levels of Bloodborne and, and Sekiro. And uh, I cannot wait for this game. Every time I read something about it, I get more and more hyped. Um, they're talking about it's got the slow, calculated combat of Dark Souls, but they've learned to weave in like the faster counters of Bloodborne. I can't wait. I'm gonna, just going to keep coming all over this title. I don't know. You guys don't even have to say anything if you don't want to. I just wanted to talk about it because I fucking can't wait. All I want to say is I'm so fucking tired of the way games journalists talk about games. Like, Elden Ring is the breath of the wild of Souls games. It's like, why, why does everything have to be like, or it's always like, oh, pee-pee-poo-poo uh, is the Dark Souls of first-person shooters. Uh, Far Cry <laughs> is like Skyrim with guns. Like, just let the game be the fucking game. Like, why does it always have to be some lateral comparison to another game? Like, oh, this one's open world, so Breath of the Wild. You know, let's compare it to that as if it's the only other fucking open world game that's ever been made. Now that I got that out of the way, it was just like itching at me, just like on the inside of my brain. All I really have to say is that these screenshots look excellent. It, it, I, I feel the same way as you. I can't wait for it to come out. Um, every new piece of news that comes out about it gets me excited. It's just these headlines are uh, just etching away at me, just I, shipping away, just really, really nagging. Yeah. Can I ask you, Chris, you, you finished Bloodborne, right? Yes, that's actually the first of the From Software games that did, I, I finished. Did your dick get bigger when you beat it, like the Grinch's heart? When he like heard the people yes. in Whoville singing, like just it just broke right through your fucking meundies. Yes, because I beat it three <laughs> times harder that night than normal. Okay, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm I'm a fan of the Souls like controls and all that. I just it's the world like, with like the Lords of Sinner never really drew me in. You know, what I mean, Elder Ring looks dope. I feel like Bloodborne is a cool mix of horror with that with that game mm-hmm. play style, which is more like. Probably more up my alley. Um, Bloodborne is such a good game. It looks incredible. I really have to play it. Yeah. Um, but, but but I mean, like in the same vein, like these th- this place or well, some of the stills I've seen in this, it looks uh, like it has some sort of a similar vibe. Like certain areas leading to the Bloodborne creepy in the Dark Souls three. Yeah. Like I mean, clearly there's there's gonna be a swamp, right? Yeah. Poison, <laughs> poison swamp. Uh, a couple of them. It looks cool. The- it, it looks cool, but I I mean. Uh, one of the things I'm most excited about is that there's going to be a, a more story-driven yeah. gameplay here. Like, like they had George yeah. R. R. Martin write a, like a, a story, like an actual narrative, yeah. not just yeah. lore that you find under a rock or etched in fucking writing salts or whatever the fuck you use in, in uh, 
Dark Souls. Uh, it looks cool. I've always been surprised that you don't stream more Souls games because they have that horror element to them. And you always play on like the hardest difficulty. Like you like yeah. that challenge. And of course, they're challenging That's a games. great point. It's always been weird to me that you don't stream them. I feel like you would have I a never fucking thought about it like that. You should just yeah. rip that bandaid off and do uh, Bloodborne. And also, yeah. those yeah, Souls I'll, I'll, I'll games. I'll Bloodborne right now, actually. How about those okay, Souls sick. games. Awesome. Uh, if right. if you've never played those Souls games before, we'll garner you some decent views. People who do first time playthroughs of those games, people like to watch someone go yeah. through it for the first time. Okay, it's a thing. Um, I have one more thing to say about that, and that's just that I I have to point out that I love this little idiosyncrasy of Derek's, where whenever he has to uh, make a like a random analogy to something off the cuff. Pee pee and poo poo are always involved, like out yeah. the gate. I just love it so much. This one's you know I just can't, day. like, in the moment, like, when I'm like, think of a name. It's just like pee pee poo poo, bam. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll go, um, 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 um. And it's just like, that's not, that's not good radio. That's, that's why we love so you. Pee pee poo poo. Uh, that's where I go. And the last thing we're going to do before we go into uh, these three trailers, well, one of them is a gameplay video, the other two are trailers, but is uh, Derek and I. Dr. Gloom, that's D-R-G-L-O-O-M-M-D, uh, and I decided to play through It Takes Two. Uh, we, we, I think four different sessions we played through. It's like 12 hours. I think I roughly finished it in. Uh, look, this is not new. This game has been out for a little while, and if you remember, it got just gushing reviews when it came out. And guess what? We're going to do the same thing because the game was fucking incredible. Uh, I had such a good time playing it. If, you, if you're on the fence about playing It Takes Two... Find somebody to play it with, and please do, because I don't know how they did it. There's like nine different stages. Every one was completely completely unique and an incredible experience. And I uh, I don't I, this is gonna be real short and sweet. If you wanna if you're thinking about it, just do it because it's worth your time, yeah. it's worth your money, and you will hundred percent love it. And um Derek, how'd you how'd you not, feel about it? Not only was every stage very unique, but there's also variants within each stage. So it's not like, oh, the theme of this stage is your, I don't know, horseback riding. It's so you're just horseback riding. You're pee-pee-poo-pee-pee-pooping the whole time. Um, <laughs> you don't just pee-pee, you poo-poo, and then you have <laughs> diarrhea at the same time. No, yeah. there's always please, some way please, to, like... Please stop. <laughs> there's always <laughs> some, like... Episode 40, pee-pee-poo-poo. <laughs> Vis-a-vis. You, got, you guys ever sit down um, to pee, and then you poop, and you're like, thank God I sat down to pee. But, <laughs> yeah. but also, like, you don't know if like, you forced one out, because you're like, oh, I sat down to pee. Am I old? Am I like, Listen, am I that? I sit down for 80% of my peas. I'm not ashamed of it. I just don't have to think about it. There's okay. no like, oh God, am I going to get some on the seat? Nope. Because it's tucked under my legs. 80% <laughs> of the time. Pea sitting down. Anyway, okay. b- back to it takes two. <laughs> um, the one thing that we kept saying throughout streaming it, and I'll keep it short, of course, uh, is that almost like ad nauseum, it like got kind of annoying to hear myself say it was like, oh, it's crazy how many different ideas they fit into one game, but it really is fucking crazy how many different ideas they fit into it. There's always like some new gimmick that they're, um, you know, throwing at you at this part of this level, but it never felt cheap. It never felt like they just put it in just to say that they did. It was always so well thought out. There's literally parts where you're on a fighting game. You feel like you're playing street fighter. There's a level where oh, like so fun, it's man. top down ISO. You feel like you're playing like Diablo or something. It's yeah, just so well done and it has so much charm. And it, it, I agree. It was like, it was perfect. The storyline was like touching. The music was incredible. And to steal Chris's words, it was just magically enchanting throughout. 
Yeah, really. Uh, fuck you for that. I thought you were going to say <laughs> just a joy because it was I, just. I got to say, man, I watched you guys play about seventy five percent of it, and I I had a blast just watching. Like it was so well done. The puzzles were so smart. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I can't imagine how fun it would be to actually play that through with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, just, it was. Even even watching it was an absolute just a, just a joy. <laughs> just a joy. Just a joy. Can't do it. Just a joy. I can't. All right, do boys. Just, We're gonna move into trailer. It's just a Tra- joy. Just trailer. Joy. Trailer territory. Oh, uh, okay. So we were first, first and foremost, we were all a hundred percent correct last week. The Spider-Man trailer dropped about an hour after we finished recording the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we know you've already seen it. If you care about it, uh, we know you've already watched people talk about it. If that's what you're, what you're into. So we're going to keep it real brief. Um, mm-hmm. Trailer came out, confirmed a couple of things for us, confirmed Dr. Strange's role in it, which is that he tries to help Peter uh, forget, have people forget who he is because of the events of Spider-Man <laughs> uh, People, there's a lot of rumors, but it might be Mephisto. And but then again, the the main voice on the internet, Eric Voss from New Rockstars, who's been talking about Mephisto since WandaVision, was like, "I don't want to say it because I fucking said it. WandaVision, he never showed up, and I look like an asshole." But uh, it's well, true. Well, Doctor Strange is acting very like, weird. Wasn't there a comic book where, yes, Ma- Mary Jean uh, was was shot? So. Peter. New day. New day. One yeah. new day. He made a deal with Mephisto, with Mephisto. Yeah. to fix it, and no one remembered who he was. So it looks like they're taking parts of that. Who knows if it's Doctor Strange or Mephisto? It could be either or. But the the main thrust of the trailer here and the reveal is that the uh, multiverse gets collided, and we have a hint. Willem. A Willem. A Willem Dafoe's Green Willem Goblin. Dafoe. Oh my god, when you heard that fucking chuckle in the in the fucking mm. pumpkin bomb on the Them Defoe mm. Chucks. Yeah. And uh and oh, then man. Alfred Molina's DH. Don't tell me uh, you don't give no fucks about them them Defoe Chucks, because I know you do. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, I would the whole like trailer, I was like, yeah, okay. Like I wasn't like this sucks, but I was just like, yeah, all right. And as soon as his cackle came just screaming through my headphones, I was just covered in goosebumps. And even even uh, Doc Ock, which I was like less excited about, like seeing him pop up was it, it was fucking cool, man. Like, I I can't believe that I'm on board with this movie. Yeah. Now. Like, it's, well, OK, so we're all hypocrites. And we talked about it, right? We know yeah. that all of us, the our, our predisposition, even mine, when it came to this movie was to poo poo it right out of the gate. Like we, we heard about it. Yeah, we're like, fuck that. Fuck that! Sounds stupid. Spider Man Three, pee pee poo poo la la. Uh, I mean, it's gonna be bad. It's probably gonna be bad. It doesn't mean it's not gonna be full of like serotonin inducing nostalgia. Exactly, my friend. Exactly, you get it. We all get it. So we're doing a podcast together. I hearing Alfred Molina his suave delivery of "Hello, Peter," dude. (laughs) It makes me happy just fucking talking about it. Like, yeah. uh, There's been a lot of weird theories because of this trailer. Look, I gotta tell you guys something. They cut trailers however they want to make you think two scenes are together when they're not. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of theories on the internet. I'm just, I'm just going to go through one and then we can move on since we've all given thoughts already, which is that, uh, all the, the Spider-Man villains are all coming through the portals or whatever. It looks like there's, we know Electro's in it. We've saw glimpses of him attacking in the trailer. We didn't see him. Uh, there's something that tries to attack Peter through a peanut glass. People think that people think it's lizard from amazing Spider-Man one. Oh, we know God. Doc Ock, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, 
We know Doc Ock and Green Goblin are in it. I mean, I guess it would make sense if each Spider-Man had two villains, right? There's six of them. There's three of them. Um, and yeah, but, <laughs> but imagine, imagine the villains, first Sinister Six movie is a three-on-six. Like that's kind of <laughs> well, weak, right? <laughs> like <laughs> so, I don't. Mm, tell me how you feel about this theory. The theory is that all the the villains come over, and the Spider-Man all come over too. But and from what I gather from this theory, it's that they're basically like all the same person, like the consciousness of the other Peter. Like, in other words, like when Alfred Molina comes up and sees Peter Parker, he sees his Peter. He sees Tobey Maguire. That's done. But it's, it's actually Tom Holland. And when, and, and uh, I agree, I agree because one, it's a way to have Toby and Andrew cameo, but we never would get to see all three of them interact. And that immediately is a turnoff for me. Look, if you're going to do nostalgia, I need full bore up my ass, like as hard as you can. Give it to me, Daddy. Let me see Toby. Let me okay, see. Okay, let's Michael. calm down with the full blown Toby up my ass bullshit. I uh, what, you don't you don't want Toby up your ass? <laughs> I can. I'm sorry. I'd like to see him pitch a tent if I was the tent. You know I'm what just I mean? Uh, so the the main thing that drives this is that on the bridge scene, he's dressed like Toby Maguire from Spider Man Three. Like that's the whole. They're like, oh, look at the suit. It matches the suit from Spider Man Three, mm. which it kind of does. But I, I don't know. I think that's stupid, and I'm hope to God. My, my fondest hope is that they're doing, a, they're doing a switch row here with us. They're, they're doing the same thing they did during a lot of vision. They're, they're trying to make us think it's one thing when it's another thing, right? Uh, I, my, my fondest hope is that they just recast some of these people because they're already known for the roles, right? Like it'd be, it'd be way more difficult to try to like find new, young, fresh-faced actors to play all these parts or to recast. God, sorry. To recast everything and have people be con- like, you know what I mean? Like the fact that these are already established villains, we've already seen their origin stories. You can just recast them, and even if it's a different world, you can fill in the blanks. Even if they didn't come from the world that Toby came from, or the world that Andrew Garfield came from, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. You can just fill in the blanks in your mind's eye, and then them just being there is enough. Even if they're different versions, because multiverse fucky wucky timey wummy bullshit. My fondest hope is that they're not supposed to be the originals because most of them are dead. Yeah, uh, it, it would make right. no fucking sense. But they're supposed yeah. to be they're supposed to be versions of these characters that Peter hasn't met that have existed in other versions of the multiverse for a while. Where where they can explain they say, oh, it's not though it's not that franchise. But these guys existed out there. Maybe maybe the franchise you saw was a part of the multiverse that we that will leave you know like un- uncanonically attached. Uh, so, sorry, are you saying you hope? That there's no three spot. There's just there's just yeah. Tom Smallhands, yeah. and he gets the other villain. I would actually be a little disappointed. That so that's one of the that's one of the prominent uh, prominent sorry theories is that it's it's just him and Andrew and Toby are not lying to the press every time someone asks them and they are not actually yeah, in they, it because they fucking shouldn't be because that's a whole different that's a whole different property. Like like I get recasting villains again because it saves you time. You just want to introduce and them. They're only going to be in one movie, probably. Yeah. So, like, yeah. there's no point in recasting, like, in recasting people and having to do origins or, like, you know what I mean? Because, like, if, if someone shows up and they're just, they're Doc Ock, but it's not Doc Ock, like, this could confuse some people who've seen the old movies. I'm, I, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm trying to make this be what I want it to be, but it's probably not going to be. I'm reaching. I, I have to admit, that would make sense. It would also make me sad because a part of me just wants to play with my action figures. And I just want to see Toby meet Andrew. Meet yeah, Holland. But, but the thing is, as much as I love Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, those movies were terrible. And, yeah. to- and Toby Maguire's Spider-Man movies were terrible. So I've I- rewatched. Well, well, 
Yeah, they're, 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 they're both. They're both like no. I think. I think Andrew Garfield was the best Spider-Man still to this day, but his movies were dog shit, and Tobey Maguire's movies were just as bad. No, no, no. just I, as bad. With, with the exception of Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, those movies were <laughs> no, just no, as no, fucking no, bad. No, yeah, no, no, no. no. I, we dedicated a wait, whole episode wait, wait. to this. I'm not doing it. Bef- yeah, before you, I was sure just saying, before you go off on a rant, I <laughs> look at this bait, motherfucker. Throwing it out there. He's just saying, I uh. I watched The Amazing Spider-Man 1 because of this trailer alone. Like, I had free right. time, and I was like, fuck it, I'll watch it. Yeah, it's, the dialogue is really... Andrew Garfield's fantastic, bad. though. He's not bad. Fuck you, you're wrong. He's great. <laughs> it's so good. We're not starting this again. Derek, how did you feel about the Spider-Man trailer? What are your hopes and dreams? Um, none. I mean, I said it already. I, I, I heard Willem Dafoe's laugh. And I saw Alfred Molina and my member berries activated and that's it. Like, that's really the extent of it. Uh, I know you guys are talking about like Dr. Strange looking different. Someone at work brought that up to me and maybe he's this and maybe he's that spoiler alert. He's not going to be every time you think that the MCU is going to do something like subversive or different or cool that deviates for it. Does, it's, it never ends up being the thing. I, I'm calling it right now. It's August 30th. The time is 8.03 p.m. It's not going to be that. He's just Doctor Strange. But if he's a scroll, bro, they are, they do have invasion invasion wars coming up. Oh, no, no. Secret yeah. invasion. Why we'll is the see, san- why is the sanctum frozen? First and foremost. Yeah, I don't. That was weird. I mean, obviously, I figured there was going to be some kind of joke because everything in most of the movies is a joke. Wait, didn't didn't it get wrecked in Endgame or something or Infinity? Well, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> well, I mean, they broke the ceiling. Like Hulk fell through yeah. the ceiling, right? Then again, but they the are stairs- wizards, so you, you figure maybe they could just. Reverse wizard time. it. Yeah. They got a <laughs> fantasia that shit. They got a fantasia that shit. Well though, so he, he broke through the, the roof and the stairs, and the stairs were fine. They were just covered in snow. So something right. weird was going on. Uh anyway, all right, moving on. Um Black Myth Wukong. It's a game that's coming out uh soon. Not really. Twenty twenty three, next year. Or t- sorry, two years. Jesus. Trying to fast forward time here. Uh, we talked about this a while ago. We talked about it during the reveal when it was first announced, and we were all pretty excited for it. And they released a about 12, 13 minute long uh, Unreal Engine 5 gameplay trailer uh, back on the 19th last week. And boys, it looks just, uh, just, we're just, I mean, I, there's not a whole lot to say here besides just holy shit. Uh, Derek, you brought something up, I think, before we started recording, and I, I, I would. I beg of you to, to rekindle that. Oh, it's based on the story of uh, uh, Son Goku, um, which is who um, Goku from Dragon Ball Z is based off of. Is a monkey boy with a big old staff. Gotcha. Maybe they'll fix Dragon Ball Z. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There was wasn't as good as this. didn't you guys, didn't. You guys, hit ever play, uh, you guys ever play Monkey Hero on PS One back in the day? No. Mm-hmm. It, was like an, it was like an action platformer. Kind of in the same vein as Crash Bandicoot, but you had way more fighting abilities. An and action, uh, plat, plat, plat. <laughs> I mean, it could be a plat. Which is what <laughs> platformers are to be known as henceforth. Yeah, plat, plat, plat. Uh, I didn't. I haven't played it. No, it's great, man. It's 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 a good time. And this reminds me of that, but this is like obviously the dark the, to do something that Derek hates. It's the monkey hero of Dark Souls. Oh God, Dan! <laughs> you know what? All right. Oh, oh he fucking I, I did it. it. I did it just to be a dick. <laughs> but 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 uh but no no it it, it uh I mean this this is something that's been that's been uh I mean they they've made this game like three or four times you know what I mean like it's it's been remade throughout the the last twenty years again and again honestly thirty years 
Uh, but it's cool to see it in this this gameplay style, like where it is mm-hmm. a little little bit Dark Souls, a little bit uh, I don't know. a little bit country. Yeah, yeah. Well, is, is, Mas- <laughs> is, is, is Master Roshi going to try to eat Bulma's butt? Find out next week. <laughs> hey, on uh, yeah. I usually skim through these like they've released a couple like 10 minute plus videos and like they're very pretty and the combat looks very clean. They're so pretty. But I kind of skim. And so like this one I put on and Odin was kind of having a meltdown and it just chilled him out. Like he just totally honed in on it and watched it. So I'm like, we're watching this whole fucking video. So I watched every <laughs> second of it. Um, holy shit, though. No, really, this looks like a really good game. I mean, I felt like that from the beginning. Um Really, the only thing I have to add to it that I, I, you know, haven't already said um, is that those fucking snow physics, dude, were incredible, dude. There's even like, obviously, you have the technology that's existed for a while now where like, and it gets better and better every year where they're walking through the snow and the snow will sort of bunch up ahead of where the leg is. But there's even a part where he was fighting that monkey with a huge sword that like he's spinning his staff around. And just a little bit of it touches a, just the, the top of the snow and there's still a little dent in the snow. Like it's so yeah. like that's it, it's just really well done. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's really all I have to say about it. It looks great and I can't fucking wait. Yeah, I just I just skimmed to that part. It's like the four, like five minute mark. And like to see the area that they're fighting in is all like padded down around him. And like you said, as he runs around, he just kind of picks up little pieces here and there. It looks so fucking good and I can't. I literally have a, a a gif that was made for me of me with stars on my eyes for my stream because I used to say it's so pretty all the time to games that I played. And I I would break the fucking button on my fucking stream deck when I, when I play this game. I'm really looking forward to it, uh, but there's not much else to say about it. It's still yeah. we still took two years to go, so we're gonna move on. Uh, the last trailer is that surprise they're releasing another Saints Row game, um, and just to is it considered a reboot? Okay, yeah, I didn't yeah. catch that. Uh, and just to get my thoughts out of the way, it just looks like a more generic Saints Row. Like, I don't know, a lot of the personality felt missing to me in this. It just felt, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just me. I watched it twice, and it, uh, I don't, it, I really, I had a really good relationship with, like, Saints Row uh, 3. Um, which one did they do superpowers in? Anybody remember? Four, maybe? I don't know. You guys didn't play them? Okay, all right. Man, I hate I, these uh, games. I think they're I, yeah, so yeah. dumb. <laughs> I, played, I played, like, the first ten minutes of each one and couldn't do it. Me too. Like, like, it's so corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Saints Row is the Grand Theft Auto people who, like, rip a fart and then try to high-five somebody while they're <laughs> yes, sitting in it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you, oh, you smell it? Come on, come on, hit it. Come on, hit it, hit it. You're like... Dude, I remember I, when like why, the how are we related? one came out, there was like a like a fucking uh, a pre-order bonus where you could have like, a fucking dildo as a weapon. Dude, you can use a dildo in this one. It's dude. Spoiler alert, if you, so if you paid, if you pre-order me. any Saints Row game, you already are the dildo. So you and don't then, need the dildo. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then true. this trailer just looks like any one of those characters at any moment could just break out their phone and start uh, filming a TikTok of themselves doing a fucking Fortnite dance. It just had the worst attitude yeah. and energy to it. It was yeah. so like cheese ball. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, fu- I never I liked fucking, them. I hate them so much. I'm glad that you said like I was <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to try to like I was going to try to like keep it low key and go last and then shit on it. But like <laughs> while we're doing it, dude, like they're the fucking the cheese stands alone. <laughs> they're the fucking worst, dude. I'm sorry. Like 
Uh, it's, uh, dude, it's it's, it's like the, South Park humor without any of the intelligence behind yeah, it. It's yeah, yeah. It's just farts and piss. It's just, it's no good. What if the devil and and God were at war and you had to choose a side, but also you could like <laughs> totally make someone pull your finger or like pee in front of somebody? <laughs> I like how Chris turned to us and was like, "Hey guys, which one had the superpowers in it?" And that's what just opened the floodgates. <laughs> I'm sorry, but. These Which games one could you ride a dildo rocket into the butthole moon? <laughs> These games are the least fun open world game, but like they try to like emphasize how fun they are. It's like we're like just cause, but we're not serious. Like, well, just cause is already the more fun Grand Theft Auto. So you're just the shitty Grand Theft Auto if you're the just um, cause with like fart humor. You know what I mean? I didn't touch these games until f- four. It was four. Four is the one that has superpowers. And uh, it I don't know. They were fun. They were the more fun. I didn't play Just Calls, so they were the more fun Just GTA to me when tight. I played it. And also, why, why would flying a dildo rocket into a butthole moon not be hilarious? <laughs> Fuck both of you. Yeah, but it's, uh, but it's, it's to me, like, these games are lazy because they rely on, like, like, I mean, I, and don't get me wrong, I've made my fair share of cum and fart and butthole jokes. I was gonna say. But, 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 but beneath the surface, I'm more than this. <laughs> I, I, I am. I am more. <laughs> uh, but these games aren't. Now, I'm going myself. Uh, I'm sorry. So the, like, <laughs> this game is the goat simulator of Grand Theft Autos. <laughs> That's fair. That's probably fair. You know what got me? Uh, I played four and the open. I mean, you guys are just going to nod your head. It's like, yeah, of course they did. But the opening is like uh, you're literally running up the side of a rocket uh, taking off with superpowers, and they play Aerosmith <laughs> from the arm, the uh, song they play in the Armageddon movie, and uh, don't, don't wanna know. close my ass. And it was just fucking funny to me, and I, I <laughs> played it and had a good time, and I did use the fucking dildo bat. Fuck both of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Um, can you drop the weapon on the ground and then fuck your own little butt with it? Yeah, can you um, leave it like pointing upward? I don't think so. Can you jump oh, off a building and land on it, but for like, you like Mario butt pound it? You probably could. Can you, the player, remember. jump off a building instead of ever putting this into one of your gaming systems? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving into the main topics. Do you have to go pee pee? Are you okay? I do really have to pee so okay. bad. Okay. I'm going right, to grab a beer then. All right, all right. I have the shill stands alone. I will shill so you get back. All right, boys. Um, boys. Voice. I mean, listeners, listen up, listeners. We have some things to go over. First and foremost, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the cynical nerd. You could also, if you wanted to, find us on Twitter at the cynical nerd. Uh, you can tweet at us. Tell us we're wrong. Tell us we're dumb. Tell us we're ugly. You might hurt my feelings, but I will get over it. I promise I'm a strong grown up man. If you want to ask us a question, it's hashtag AskTCN. If you want to tell us that we're wrong, it's hashtag FuckTCN. If you want to send us an old email, one of those things, you can send us an email at questions at com. Please do. We like interacting with people. I don't want to start begging. That sounds fucking gross and desperate, but guess what? Someone if you want to. How's that? Sounds good? Cool. Moving on. (laughs) We have uh, three main topics tonight. But I'm going to wait for these bad boys to get back. And in the meantime, I'm just going to say that I defend my position on Saints Row 4. Don't do it. Death. Don't, don't you fucking do it. <laughs> to the death. 
it was fun for when I played it. That's that's really all I can say. I know it doesn't age well. I'm sure it's a clusterfuck of stupidity now. Uh, it was when it came out, but it was fun. I had a good time. Um, they're just the silliest, stupid weapons. You know, like a, a fucking jazz or a piano guitar that you could like make people dance with or something stupid. You know, stupid shit like that. Yeah. What you expect in those games? It is. That's why I don't play. What you expect with it? Hundred <laughs> percent. Why I won't do it. I would like to remind you that we need a title still for episode 40. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind as we, as we talk about our main topics. Uh, for our main topics, because Derek already knows what they are, we have three. But we're going to go, I think, kind of quickly through at least one of them. So it should be, you know, I think we're still on target to hit our goals. Uh, the first one is Nightmare of the Wolf. It's the Wisher animated uh, movie that we did not plan on watching and then realized that there wasn't a whole lot to talk about in main topics this week. So we fucking watched it. Uh, the second is Reminisce, the Hugh Jackman movie. It's now out on HBO Max. Uh, Scooth over there had already seen it, and then uh, Derek and I caught up. And I have I have very particular thoughts about that film. Same. I don't think Same. I don't think Derek liked it. Oh, he's back. What he, do you think, real quick? Uh, he did. He definitely did. Okay. Yeah, all right. Cool. No way, there's no way he did. All right. All right. All right. All right. Huh? Hey, hey, buddy. How's it going? Okay. Uh, all right. First topic. And I have I have the intro to the topic with a caveat, okay? Unfortunately. The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf is the first thing we're talking about. I missed the last 15 minutes of it. I didn't get to finish, the, see the ending. However, uh, I feel like I've still got a pretty good, and, and feel completely free to spoil it, because I don't give a single shit. Yeah, you should, um, as you shouldn't, because this was another right. copy-paste Netflix animated nightmare. Uh, it did feel very familiar. The, the, the thing is, it did, it did tell an interesting story. But visually, I was bored to fucking death. Like that, there was a cool, a couple cool action sequences, but you could tell that they used like three D rendered cell shaded animation, some weird mix where like some of the flips looked it looked off to me. It looked like they had like animated like a CGI character, but cell shaded to match the backdrop they had they had animated. Uh, I don't know what the method was, but it wasn't good. There's really <laughs> only one scene. So like, th- there was a couple scenes, action scenes that had what they thought were like cutting edge technology animation. And out of all of them, the only one that really did it for me was the scene at the very end, which Chris probably missed this when Vesemir Vesemir and Deglin like charged some beast at the end of the bridge or whatever that was animated really well. Um, The rest of it was pretty boring. I actually didn't hate that the animation was not really like top of the line. Um, I thought this was good. I didn't think it was great. Like, the storyline was interesting enough. Um, the dialogue was good enough. Like it was all just like it was good, but none of I, I agree. Like none of it was like it's not. It's not going to be that memorable. Um, yeah. It's. But I'll tell you, th- just like being reintroduced into the world of The Witcher has me so excited for I'm other Witcher. Very, shit. very excited. I I always thought, uh, and I, they do a little bit of it. I don't know if it's DLC or a side mission in Witcher Three, where you find like this old area where they had done the trial of the grasses to the kids. And there's a whole bunch of stuff you can read and like dialogue that talks about the process. And I thought like, <coughs> sorry, didn't mean to cough. When you read it, well, you're like, wow, you. this first of all, can I just say that for coughing? <laughs> fuck you. It's a it startled me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, as you read, th- as you get through this area and like, he kind of reads these little, you know, items and you see what's going on. I was like, wow, this is fucked up in a way that I would expect 
in the Witcher universe. Like the way that these the thing the shit that these kids go through where like a lot of them are just fucking dying to monsters being thrown against the wall. Dude, and look, they do look, that. One kid got his arm just ripped off. You're like, yeah. oh fuck. Ah, yeah. But then I think you see him later as an adult during the final battle fighting with one yeah. hand. Yeah, like he just has one arm. Yeah. He's a so full-blown he's, witcher. He yeah. still he still made it through the trials, but he lost an arm in the process on his first fucking trial. Yeah. Um but I, I liked the yeah, I liked the story. I thought it was cool. I mean it wasn't like insanely original, but just a deeper dive into like the process of turning these kids into witchers was interesting to me and and the way the public feels about them and how sentiment kind of turned because just by nature, people are suspicious of the witchers from what they do how they conduct themselves to their line of work like the fact that they're you know basically just monster hunters for hire and there's the one the guy that says like what if uh, it's a shame it'd be cool if we had more monsters to kill and you're like oh you seem like you're up to something yeah uh you know that kind of stuff so i liked it i feel the same way as derek i think which is that it was okay and uh really what it served to do was wet the palate for more witcher shit and i really am looking forward to december 17th when the witcher season two comes out See more of Henry. Cavill's. I'm playing Witcher Three. I'm doing it. I swore it off. I said I was never going to do it. I'm doing it. I'm starting it. I oh, downloaded it. No. I'm doing it. The world of it and the politics are so fucking cool and so well thought out and so unique that it's just like being re-exposed to it through that. Even though the thing itself was, like I said, like I don't think it was bad or anything. It was just good. Um, but just like it, the way that like you have mages who are so fucking powerful, so they're essentially like tools of the state they're almost like enslaved um and right. so there's this weird tension between them and the witchers because the, the way the witchers found their uh way to remain reliable to society was to become monster slayers and hide the secrets to killing those monsters and cameron and all it's just so fucking interesting and yeah. it just made me want to dive back into the universe and i'm re-watching the show i'm waiting till we get a little closer to uh, December to rewatch season one, and I just I just can't wait that long. So I'm I'm fucking doing it again. I've uh I gotta say, boys, this show I had a harsh realization uh, that the only thing I gave a fuck about, even in the live action Witcher, was Henry Cavill. Like I think that's that's all that sold it for me. Is well, that that's all you need? <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, no, like like he was just so charismatic in the role. I don't care about this world. Like there's there's interesting things going on, but the way that it's all been portrayed from Jump Street is boring as fuck. Like, like the season one of The Witcher, like we get a little glimpse into stuff. But if you haven't played the game, you haven't read the books. They don't explain Doesn't what the fuck's anything. going on. Yeah, yeah like that's just, true. Yeah, uh, like, like until until this movie, I had no idea that the, that the elves and the humans were even at war. Anymore. No, mm -hmm. I had no fucking clue. I had no clue that the mages. The elves are enslaved, right? They're treated, they're treated like like the poor. They're treated like second. That's what citizens. it is. Well, yeah, yeah but, but at, at one at one point, the elves tried to cleanse the earth of humans, which is why. Right, they're yeah. they're essentially Nazi Germany, and then we're like no, and then like we treat them like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! I mean, not, not we. We don't. No, no, they, they. No, no, it's, it's them. It's they. them. It's fictional. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there's a title in there somewhere that's offensive. <laughs> no, I there's not. Hundred percent. <laughs> But can, the, can, the, can the, the episode image be Scott doing the curb your enthusiasm <laughs> face? Because boy, <laughs> he's got to give me a still of it later. I can't get pulled it out of the episode. Um, um won't be doing that. Yeah. I promise you. <laughs> All right, it's fine. Oh wait, we already. Oh, I already have. I don't think we ever told Derek. I have a Photoshop of Derek on 
What's his name uh, from Caribbean Enthusiasm? Uh, how am I blanking? Oh my god, Larry David. Uh, Larry David. Larry David. I, I, we, I made a. I made a. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did one or two. It was yeah. you on top. Of, maybe I'll just use that one. <laughs> it was a good, a good contender. Uh, that's a, that's was, totally fair though about season one. I feel like a lot of season one of The Witcher didn't um, didn't pre- it, it presented the world to people who they just assumed had already played the game, yeah. and that's why it kind of fell flat for a lot of people. And that's the stuff that I hope going into. I know we're not talking about the the live action show, so I won't talk about it too much. But that's but way more interesting than the animated show was. Though, so. the, it is, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm hoping they learn those from those mistakes for season two. Um, we already discussed that in a previous episode, yeah, but yeah, like, I, I do agree with what you're saying. Like without having some kind of uh, foothold on, on the, on, you know, just yeah. the lore and the environment, it's kind of like, huh, what the fuck's going on? Like, it's not, it's not well explained at all. I, I agree. And um, I've said it before, which are three. I know it's a cliche because everyone loved it, but well, most people loved it. It's one of my top five games, like of all time. I, I absolutely, yeah. I, I've played it through completely. Two times, holy shit! Uh, which I, That's weird I for never, you. yeah, I never do that, especially not with open world things. And honestly, it was uh, Gog's fault, the game launcher. It was completely their fault because I played it originally through that service and beat it, and I had the save file. And then the DLC came out, and I had since upgraded my hard drive on my computer. Oh, and I went to reinstall it, thinking cloud saves. Ha ha! When I bought Witcher, Gog didn't support cloud saves. Mm. Gone, lost my original save file. So. I, did, I read it all of it. Yeah, plat, 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 plat. Now teach you to use a different plat, plat, plat. Uh, <laughs> all right, moving on. We're, I'm, I want to talk about this next one in particular. The third one, meh, reminisce. Hugh Jackman, huge Jackman. Huge Jackman. Uh, this is straight to HBO Max. I don't even know how to describe this movie. Here's, here's, uh, yeah, thank you. I don't want to go first, but I have thoughts. Scott, how would you uh, describe A sci-fi noir detective tale that wishes it was Minority Report, but can't sum up the, can't, it, the, the summary of its, of its entirety isn't even as interesting as the precogs alone were in Minority Report. Uh, the technology they use is interesting, but the entire time, it's like, it's like they want you to wonder whether he's in a memory or whether he's actively living. You know, like there's a certain point about halfway through where they start showing him waking up. Every time there's a scene, he's waking up. You wonder, like, was he actually in Louisiana at that bar just now, or is that a flashback that happened a while ago? Uh, it, it tries to play. It tries to like play with you. It's like, it's like does it turns like a weird temporal, like uh, like like uh, the timey wimey fuck you. Yeah, like like where's where's the ball? And they shift shift in the cups. Uh, I I thought it was an interesting concept, but. What was more most interesting about the about the movie was the world, where like the the polar caps have melted, Miami's underwater. There's a certain section they've dammed off. I thought the world was super interesting, but the characters were all fucking duds to me, and they were all very like one dimensional. Like I love you, well I love her, and like it's just yeah. like uh, the most interesting I, character yeah. was the the gang lord who lived in Louisiana, who got gunned the fuck down in the second act. Spoilers. Yeah. I mean, this we're this is gonna be carved out into a cynical spoilers uh, YouTube video, so it should, it's kind of implied. But yeah, even the spoilers. the world being interesting, which I agree with, like it, it's it was just a backdrop. It served nothing for the movie whatsoever. Like even all right, so the the implication is that things are so hot, so now uh, the human race is nocturnal. Everybody goes out at nighttime and goes about their business, and at daytime is when everyone sleeps. But like 
that to me says like, okay, you can't go outside in the daytime anymore. It's too hot. But they're just like strolling down the street, empty streets. And I'm like, it, it just took away from because wouldn't there be other people out there who also preferred to be out in daytime? Like, I don't know. It just it took like, away from it for me. Like, it feels to me like daytime should have been a dangerous place to be. We're like, exactly. Right. That would have been way cooler. Yeah. We're like, we're like, you had to worry. You had to like wear some kind of like, like breathing mask that would keep you like hydrated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Some kind of like, like breather or like, or that maybe like because of how dangerous the daytime was, crime would spike during the day because people who normally would be out doing crime at night would be out during yeah. the day when no one else was out. And it would be right. like a lawless, not, not purge-esque, but like a weird, ma- yeah. maybe, maybe like a Mad Max Waterworld vibe during the day. You know what That's I mean? what I mean. It just wasn't used. It wasn't utilized at all. It was just like it could have you could have taken this movie, which is a movie about traveling back through your memories, and it could have just taken place like today. And like it would have been the same movie, like the the backdrop had nothing to do with the movie whatsoever. So it's like, although I agree, it was very interesting. I, I just yeah. didn't see the point of it. I would have rather have seen that setting, uh, you know, uh, have a story, you know, used in another story where it actually has like bearing on what's happening in the story. I don't know. A bare synopsis, bare minimum. Uh, Hugh Jackman falls for the call girl who steals his debit card at dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> the end. Yeah, uh, uh, with the with the whole daylight thing. I mean, at least make everyone wear SPF seventy, like I had to my entire right. childhood. I mean, look at the skin color. You know what I'm saying? I'm kidding. Um, I think we're all <laughs> I'm pretty just much. On the, I'm just fucking with you. Shut up. Hugh Jackman is like all... the cousin that we all had. That, like, brought that girl fresh from the methadone clinic to like Thanksgiving oh, dinner. No. You're like, oh man, what are you doing? Like, no, she's didn't know. she's got a job as a telemarketer. She's she got. She just got a, a, a two thousand two Honda. She's really. She's been working hard. He was like, so naive. It fucking hurt me. Like it was. Yeah. It was so bad, dude. And like, it, dude, every line was so overwritten. I get it was an ode to like fucking film noir, but like it, that you could tell there were. It just came off as try hard. Like every line was like in a city of curdled milk only the cottage <laughs> cheese rises to the top it's like what the fuck dude there's a part where he catches is that really up with- something they say though because i feel like that might no, have actually happened. probably but like <laughs> dude the part where he catches up with the guy from fucking uh uh sunshine yeah, uh, yeah. the dude who got burnt or whatever yeah, he, yeah i'm trying to think of the exact line he's like when the water came it washed away our lies and i'm like nobody fucking talks like that like you just caught up to the guy who like killed your girlfriend and you guys are talking to each other in metaphors. Like it just, it's so jarring. And I don't know. I thought that every line of dialogue just made me turn inside out like a slug. It like made me uncomfortable. It was so just <laughs> like, it was so try hardy and sophomore. Like, I don't know. Like your cousin brings her to Christmas dinner after Thanksgiving. It's like, yeah, like she moved in, but she's going to pay rent when she gets, when she gets established. And you're like, Oh no, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there goes your life. We've all forecasted it. It's gone now. Yeah, and it's like for um, Christmas, you just buy him a giant, like, deluxe pack of condoms. Like, don't get her. Don't fucking get her pregnant, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. Your baby's going to be born with, like, an, an ashtray indent in its forehead already. Don't do it. Oh, no. <laughs> she's going to smoke so many, like, marble menthols while she's pregnant that that thing's just going to cave in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Preemptively. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with the both of you. Uh, pretty much. Hey, we have a, we have an, uh, an a unanimous agreement here. I thought the exact same thing. I thought that the writing, it's like they had the basis for the like the memory shit, yeah. and then someone went, okay, now you write the and like two different people wrote it, and they went, here's a really interesting world, near future, 
climate crisis, the whole like the rich get the damn off their own segment. I, that's all that stuff was really interesting to me. Um, and I liked it a lot. And then they didn't do anything with it. It had no real, like you said, no real impact. And I don't want to turn on the same point. The thing but, is, the, if the world had played a larger part in the mystery he was solving, it would have made yeah way more sense how much time they spent like building 100%. the world around them. But this yeah. this would have been better as a period piece, honestly. Like the same story that they told without that expansive sci-fi backdrop would have been more interesting without me focusing on the sci-fi backdrop and wondering when it was going to come into play in a meaningful way. Right. And right. it it just didn't. Aside from like, oh, well, we're out at night. Because I was like, well, most 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 like like noir like it takes they take place at night anyway. Like the guys smoking in a fucking alley by a neon sign. That's every fucking film noir movie I've ever seen. That's the entirety of season two of fucking. Uh, true detective like like you know what I mean like you don't have to <laughs> have this extravagant sector seven backdrop for it to make fucking sense yeah uh, um, but they, I, they did it fell flat I will say that I started to enjoy the story a little bit more towards the end it didn't redeem itself well, when he puts the guy in, the, in the fucking thing and makes him relive the, the, the memory of getting burnt forever that was fucking awesome the fact that he, he incriminated himself with his own memories to make sure they actually solved the crime Go after, go after the people who did the real, you know, because like they said, like in this world, class is everything. People who have money, people yeah. who are like the barons, like essentially, like the, they're the uh, what's the word for it? They called them land barons, land barons, land barons yeah. Yeah. It's, it's basically a return to serfdom, right? We had the, the lords and the right. serfs, uh, and I thought that was a cool, a cool way to like, I mean, because realistically, the future after total collapse society would need to be that. Or be Mad Max, just people again staple gunning hair, uh, ha- uh, hair and heads, scalps, the roof of go karts, and riding around in Walmart parking lots. I can't get the image out of my head. <laughs> and in my head, it's always Ryan driving the go kart, though. It's always Ryan, just like doing like a donut. <laughs> I uh, yeah no I I just there's a couple aspects of it that uh, that I did ended up like liking. One of them was that the girl actually did die. There was no happy ending, sweet story. Um, I liked that he literally sacrifice his life or the rest of his life, so to speak, uh, to be in that tank, just to give that guy up. He's or, uh, to get that whole plot out there to, to kind of make them accountable for it. And, uh, they, they basically gave him the equivalent of like house arrest for prison. He was like, I cut him a deal. And then he just gets to live his memories with that chick. But, and I, I, I knew because I watch movies and it's obvious when they're going to foreshadow something that the whole, like the happiest part of the story is the middle but I thought they wrapped it up with a really nice bow and he was li- literally listening to that, but he was really an old guy alone and in a tank and, you know, that was all behind him. And I thought that well, I the, thought the they came is, together is, well at the end. Is the entire movie a flashback of him? Like, is he reliving the entire the entirety of like losing her and then solving the, the murder again and again? Or is he just reliving the highlight of his best memories with her? And this is just a flash forward 20 years. I don't know. But also, I don't, I don't. Also, who cares, right? I don't care. I was going to say, right, does yeah. it really matter? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, either way, either way, going, a, either way, it's a bad ending to me. It was a cop out. Yeah. I either way, uh, I was yeah. I thought the middle was the only good part of the movie, which was ironic. Like sometimes the the middle is like the happy best part. <laughs> yeah. Like well, it's like maybe like, it should have ended there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe this movie should have been an hour and a half instead of two and a half hours. Uh, no, I mean sometimes it, I come halfway through sex and I keep going. <laughs> It had its it had its moments, but well, it, it had its moments is what I'll say. Yeah. Okay, why did the uh, burn victim guy? Why did he talk like Fontaine from Bioshock One, which I just so happened <laughs> to be playing at the exact same time that I was watching this movie and noticed that literally 
literally the exact same voice. It's accent, because people who can't really voice act only can do like three voices when they're talking. <laughs> You're really good at that. Thank you. Yeah, I like it a lot. You um, also sound right. like Funko. Well, well, well. <laughs> Bet I had you going, oh, oh, me daughter. Oh, oh, me wife. Oh, Falling my God. for it Holy like shit. a fucking fool. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Come on upstairs if you have any. Well, I don't even say that, but like. <laughs> Come on, come on upstairs if you want me to suck that dick off your body. <laughs> like, whoa, Frank, Frank. Frank, I'm not into this anymore. I I'm spent a lot of time leave. in the fishery. I thought I made myself clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, we got one more thing to discuss. Can we talk about uh, Bioshock instead of what if? Because Bioshock's so yeah. good. <laughs> I just beat it last night. It was uh, for the first time in a couple of years. Fucking great game. Excellent I feel like I, game. I feel like I go through it once every five years, like the, the entire trilogy, and I'm never disappointed. What's I'm you play wondering two? if I want to play two or if I just want to go right to infinite. No, you want to play two because the, the wave defense sections where you have to protect little sisters is like I think the they're most great fun. at first, and then they're they get so, so fucking boring. So much fun. It's just the same thing again and again and again. That's my only issue. With uh, that game. I mean, it's you got to look at it as if it's like a, a challenge mode that they inject into the game, right? Because like you have different spawn points for enemies, different you know like defensive items. That you're, I'm yeah. Sorry. sorry, Chris, you really want to talk about what if? <laughs> We're just hijacking this. <laughs> Wait, what? No, I'm good. You guys are good. Infinite is one of the best games I've ever played in my life, though. Like that's Infinite's in my very top saucy. Five. Infinite's saucy. very saucy. I, I saw this whole thread of like cool guys trying to be cool and talking about how it was the worst of the three. I'm like, I can't stand opinions like this. I'm leaving, and I did. I did, there's this weird. It happens to almost every popular game where there's this weird backlash like that happens, like five to eight years <laughs> after it comes exactly, out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Where people just, they do that. They're like, they hmm, think it's a hot what? take. Actually, it was never good. I never liked it. Exactly. Like, okay. Is that, is yeah. that why you have a, a like 1,000 gamer score on it? Like, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the thing is, like, people do that now with Resident Evil 4, and it drives me, like, it's it's the campiest. It's like, it's full of cheese, but it's like, it's like a mozzarella stick. It's got, like, the best kind of cheese. You know what I mean? It's got a crispy, the deep fried, yeah, deep fried dough on the outside. And then, you got the, the the mozzarella. The mozzarella. He he making a pizza. <laughs> All right, uh, we're basically done because I have almost nothing to say about this episode. We're gonna we're gonna hammer through it real quick, uh, and then I we're pro- so after this week, we're not covering what if until I'm gonna keep watching it. You guys don't have to, and there's no pressure here. We've already given it the two episode rule. We've can, talked about that for. Can, can we know. can we do a thing where like those of us who have watched it will either give it. A f- like a, a flatulent mouth sound or a, okay. or a eh. and that, that'll be literally it like no explanation that's fine that's fine I'm gonna I'm gonna keep watching it because why not I have nothing else to watch on Wednesday I want to see right the now. zombies uh, one, but that's literally it also by next week we'll have what we do in the shadows so and, Rick and, oh and my the God. Rick and Morty double feature season finale comes out this oh, week oh shit I still have to get caught it up does. On it's like the fifth or the sixth or something yeah yeah so um, we'll have that, we'll have that next is. Sunday uh, Sunday, the, Sunday, two Sunday. episodes. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We'll have two episodes of Rick and Morty. What we do in the shadows. I'm gonna go see Candyman this week, boys. I was gonna do it today, but oh. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to jump jump the uh, the shark too early. Mm-hmm. Um, You'll have to give us the rating on the Scoot scale, <laughs> please. I gotta ask for that one to be spoiler free though, because I do really want to see it. I've been hearing great things about it. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll keep it spoiler free. Okay. 
Uh, we're basically wrapping up the episode right now. Look, um, I, I'm going to give short, succinct. I, I know you guys probably hated it. I thought it was the better of the three, and here's why. Because it's the first one that didn't feel like they took a character from here and dropped it into this movie and said, let's change a couple scenes. It was the first one that was like, this is an original storyline. What if all the Avengers were, spoiler alert, murdered before the team could come together? Yes. And uh, the second aspect of that was the surprise, the person who was behind it at the end surprised me. And uh, that's why I liked it more than the others. That's all I got. It was it was really just meh. And Derek, the- we we talked about it when we were playing It Takes Two. And I, I was like, well, not about the episode, but we, we were talking about the series. And I said, it's never going to be good for you because it's always going to be the thing that you guys have been complaining about, which is that it just feels like they're taking their characters and going, well, let me move this guy here. And then it's that's all it is. It's all it's ever going to be. Yeah, but, it's, but um, the thing is, it doesn't yeah. have to be. Like, there is an opportunity here to tell really interesting stories. Sure. Uh, because you're animated. You don't have to worry about pr- the practicality of anything. You could disguise the fucking limit. And the fact that we're sticking so close to the source material with every single episode so far, it's a waste of their budget. It's a waste of viewers' time. Like, even this one, like, it shows what would happen if, like, every Avenger was killed before they joined. But it takes place, cannot, like, it, it literally is reenacting scenes from all their different first movies. Yeah. So it's still the same fucking thing. It's just, like, on a more grandiose scale. Yes, yes, Chris. Chris. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, I thought it was such a kick in the nuts that they just replaced Edward Norton with Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. Yeah. Like, yeah. they were like, let's just redo that with the other guy. Yeah, but, fuck Edward but also, like, fuck Edward Norton, right? If he wasn't such an unbearable cunt, he would still be Bruce Banner. But yes. also, fuck Mark Ruffalo. He's <laughs> the I, worst sh- actor in that entire series. Oh, my God. I don't think so, no. I, th- I think... I think Dude, in a- Infinity War, when he says, Oh, my God, you guys are so screwed right now. That didn't bother you at all? Be honest with me. I don't remember what part you're talking about. Oh God! Just, just okay. Uh, Thor I, shows up. Thor I, shows up. I think. Yeah. yeah. I really don't remember. You guys are so screwed. Oh man, you guys are so screwed now. It's the worst line delivery I've ever heard in my life. It's terrible. He's a little campy. So I don't mind him. I do think Edward Norton can be an unbearable cunt. I also think he's yeah, a good he's actor. A great actor, but though, yeah. But as a human I, being, piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, he. I mean, the whole reason he left right was because he wanted. Like creative control of yeah. like the movies moving yeah. forward. Marvel's like, <laughs> no. Oh, I thought he got contracted out, but we're going back like a lot of years now, so I probably just no, was, yeah, it was creative that. creative differences. 100%. Okay. Um, my thing is, I think I think Mark Ruffalo is a much better Bruce Banner, and I think when he's the Hulk, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter at that point. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, I, I just I think Mark Ruffalo in, in Avengers humanized the character a lot, and you see him like exercising self control and even like flirting with with. Uh, Natasha, well, not like flirting, but flirting with like the idea of like how, like uh, being acknowledging how afraid everyone is of him and toying with them with that, like knowing like I have the upper hand, even though you want to act like I'm surrounded. You know what I mean? Like he easily could have just demolished that entire wave of people surrounding him and Natasha in Avengers, and he just he went peacefully. Like I, I like I like Ruffalo's version of Banner, but it's also it's a large of that a large part of that's credited to the writing, which is what what if is missing. It's like. And it's not to say that, like, the MCU is known for its fantastic writing. That's the furthest thing from the truth. Uh, I think the Russo brothers do fantastic work, and I think a lot of the other stuff falls short. Uh, I don't know who's writing these episodes. I don't care enough to IMDB it or even read the credits (laughs) as it's popping up. They're all the most uninteresting game of musical chairs. It's like like you're playing musical chairs with your special special ed cousin. Your mom's like, you gotta let him win. You're like, well, there's only one chair left. Like, you know what's gonna happen. (laughs) 
Why the fuck am I? Why am I playing this game if I can't win? Why are you watching this if nothing's going to change or nothing interesting is going to change? The last five minutes of this episode is the only time I've honestly been like, like put, I put my phone down and I focus on the show. Yeah. Uh, and even then, like right when it got interesting, it wasn't anymore. It's like, oh, you're just going to go get the girl who could fly through a fucking spaceship and doubt it in one second. And that's your entire, like she's more powerful than all the Avengers combined. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. all you need is fucking Captain Love. Marvel. I, honestly, oh, even the Hank Pym thing didn't do it for me. Like this one, granted, all right, I'll agree that it, it's of the three, it's it's the, the best one out of them. I hate to put the word best on it. Um, because comparing it to the other two, that doesn't mean a whole lot, but it is the best one so far. Um, but I, I just knew from the beginning, here's, there's literally two things I have to say about this from the beginning. It wouldn't have made any sense if they had made, uh, the bad guy killing all of the Avengers, um, just another bad guy who's just doing it this time. That'd be like, okay. So I knew from the beginning, it's going to be a good guy. Um, so it turned out to be Hank Pym and I went like, okay, like that's, that was my reaction. It wasn't like, whoa. But it wasn't like, all right, that's the shittiest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's number one. Now put your second finger up. The other thing is, you're right. The, the problem with this show is contained in its very premise. And the fact is, what I mean is every episode can only be as long as that episode. So there's no room for anything to like ruminate or grow. It all has to be jam packed. These alternate realities where things go totally different into 30 minutes. So all the scenes are quick. The dialogue is quick. Nothing means anything. You're just moving through these motions and terrible fucking writing and dialogue and jokes. And it's just like taking the worst MCU movie and like crunching it down by, you know, like 75 percent. Uh, the fact that we don't have any. There's no reason to get attached to any of these characters because we already know them as they know them. Now you're showing alternate versions, but we only get these glimpses at them because the episodes are only 25 to 33 minutes long. There's, in my opinion, there's just no way that formula can ever work. So I, I, it's just like, like I said, this was the, the the least unbearable of the three, but it was still just, I don't know. It was just, it was That's just fair. drivel to me. Drivel. Yeah, just, just drippy, pre-cummy dick. Just, just, yeah. No, dried up dick hole. Crusty dick. Ooh. Yeah. Pulling out dust. <laughs> Coming dust. Coming dust. All yeah, right, boys. Uh, fu- yeah, fuck the show, and I'm glad we're not watching it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm with, gonna watch with, it. With. I'm gonna sacrifice my. Nah, who's who? My kid. I don't hate it that much. I don't like it particularly, but I also don't hate it enough. To I'm not also excited that I can, I can unsubscribe from Disney Plus again because these motherfuckers have got my money <laughs> through so much awful shit that like I actively hated ninety percent of the way through. What's next? I don't even know what the next Disney Marvel show is. To be honest, I, I have to go look. Yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be not good. Miss Marvel's got to be coming out soon, right? The fuck, that was, that was on a slate somewhere. I don't know when it's coming out. Isn't that that's a movie, right? No, Miss Marvel is the show, uh, and then Captain Marvel Two is gonna be called like the Marvels, which uh, is gonna include her in it. Um, yeah, I'm anyway, not, I'm not, I'm not paying for Disney Plus for Miss Marvel. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> wow, <Well>, Scott. <laughs> I, I paid for half a season of what if but it looks so good <laughs> is she the one that can like punch star-shaped holes through things <laughs> no, no, oh, no, no, no 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 it wasn't uh, america chavez or something oh her name's her name's america okay yeah the fact that whoever the fact that whoever suggested that name wasn't thrown out the window like that fucking like that meme where the guy's like what if we just and it's like the fucking boss looks at him you know what i mean like <laughs> 
pretty good. Now, I was All remembering right. whoever said it when we were talking about the star-shaped hole puncher. Somebody said, uh, I actually think it was me. Punch a star-shaped hole through my chest. So we can get the fuck out of here? Yeah, I think that was... I think that... I was actually proud of that one. I was... I don't... I don't... I don't often have those good uh, quips. Usually Scott over here, so... I was proud of myself. Alright, boys. Uh, We're gonna wrap a tip. Uh, Is there anything else anyone wanted to mention before we go? We don't have any more articles, but any... Um, Anything have there? Nothing? This episode no? was the breath of the wild of podcasts. <laughs> oh. I have to say, <gasps> like that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bad thing. Yeah. I don't like it. The morning I breath of the wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a that's a kind of a good episode title. That's just pretty good. I think that might be it. Episode forty, the morning breath of the wild. Uh, no, just morning breath. Of the morning the wild. breath. Morning breath of the wild. Yeah, yeah. thus too many the. What, what's 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 the other option? What do we else do we have? I, they nothing that was suitable. Yeah. We also need a thumbnail, but we're not going to discuss all that right now. We're going to say yeah, what if the uh, thumbnail was just a picture of an actual thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> it's like- well, I, I don't know if okay, look, I don't know if you know who I am, but now that you've uttered that out loud, there's no other choice. <laughs> I mean, not with like a face or anything, yeah, just yeah, a no. thumbnail. Just, just, just like, just like a, a straight up clean, like nice cuticle. Yeah, like, well, well maintained. Yeah, well yeah. manicured. It might, it might be mine. Mine looks nice. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, behind the scenes, yo. What we should do is you should also film yourself. No, it has to be oh, your thumbnail now. It, oh, no. yeah. oh damn it! I can't get close enough to focus. I'll get one. That's I'll not your one. thumbnail though. You got, you got a fucking. Yeah, where's the thumb at? Well, I can't. It's difficult to get. I'll, I'll get one. Yeah, I'll yeah. get one. But you also need to, you also need to film yourself getting one, so we can have the behind the scenes Disney suck our own dick Mandalorian season two bullshit. Right. Where, right, where we have right, a video right. of you getting the thumbnail, a picture of your thumbnail for the thumbnail. Have Sam take a picture of you <laughs> taking a picture of your thumbnail, and then we'll post it to the Twitter. <laughs> On Twitter, yes. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> and this has been episode 40 morning breath of the wild uh derek where can we find you at uh they can find me on uh twitch and twitter at dr gloom md that's d-r-g-l-o-o-m-m-d scott that's good how about you uh you can find me on twitch.tv backslash swearwolf that's s-w-e-r no wait <laughs> wait no no he, he's fucking mouthing stuff s-w-e-a-r-w-o-l-f-e uh, I'll be live all night tonight. Uh, by the time this post, that won't mean anything, but I'll be live uh, every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday for the month of September. You going live again right after? Yes, right now, yeah. Did you oh, get Bloodborne? Uh, I, I ordered it on eBay, so it'll be here. I am going to like remind you of that every day until I see you streaming it. Mm-hmm. Not, that, not that I don't pop in your stream pretty frequently, but I will be there the entire journey. I love that game very much. Hell yeah. And uh, oh, I, much, much like the Twitch audience that I said will probably become attracted, it's fun to watch someone play those games for the first time, not knowing what's coming. So right. I what, will what I will say is, I'm very like I'm hesitant to do like big, huge games like that or, or series back to back anymore because people show up for Resident Evil like zero through yeah. eight, and then they're just fucking gone. Yeah. Yeah. Same, yeah, same thing with Silent Hill. Uh, I mean, you know, you, you get at least one sugar daddy out every. Every franchise, though, right? <laughs> I 
now knowing what you were gonna say, I love the look that you gave right before way more. You were like, "Should I say this?" That's fucking true. Yeah. There's always right, one rich white guy with money who pops in and is like, "Oh, you're playing this, huh?" And he's like, "It's like you're a stripper with big fat round ass and maybe like a butthole tattoo you can see through the thong," and he just starts. Just like, yeah, do more, just, do more shit. Yes, and it reminds subs. Take them subs, and then you get fifty percent of your subs. Yeah, so it's almost like your stripper, where the the club takes half of what you make, right? It's. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, uh, he, he, it just reminds him of his mother, so he gives you extra money. <laughs> oh, my no. butthole reminds him of his mom. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he must be a so piece too, of but, shit, right? <laughs> yeah, what was his mom doing? <laughs> Not using a bidet, because it's gross. <laughs> 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 All right, boys, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter. TCN plays. I just finished up playing It Takes Two with uh, with Derek over here. And I was, I've was i been playing the Icarus beta, which I like a lot, but it's just a survival game. I just I like survival. Can't help it. Valheim update comes out next month. I'm looking forward to that, too. I'm all over the fucking map, boys. I think I'm going to play some Deep Rock Galactic again because I miss that game so much. And mm. I know that we have varying thoughts on you that. You can just be a coal miner right in Nebraska if you want. Also <laughs> cool. an option. Yeah. So... I'll see you guys next week. See you then. All right. Later. Did you just say the bidets were gross? Because like I'm I'm pretty sure we would all drink bidet water off Beyonce's asshole. No, I said that the, I think the butthole the stripper, that was not bidet. Oh, okay. Right. What is gross? Uh, bro, I sprayed my butthole with water this morning. Let's go. Let's do it now. Let's do it just because I wait, want you to. have a bidet. You have a bidet on your toilet? He does, and he convinced me and Veronica to get one. We are totally yeah, gonna be splashing our I got the tushy. pretty soon. They're yeah. cheap as fuck, dude. They're not expensive. How at much? All. How how much are we talking? They're like, like sixty 70, bucks. Yeah. Sixty seventy. If I had my own place, I would hundred percent do that. But like, you should just do it just just as a power move. I'm not washing um, anyone else's butthole. For my son <laughs> might sound weird to you, but come on over, spray your butthole with my bidet whenever you. Uh, your butthole's my son. Weird. Time. I'm hundred percent gonna take you up on that offer and make it a point to make it known that that's why I'm there. <laughs> when I left Chris's, I was like, "It's a real shame I didn't have to shit. I wanted to try out your bidet." He's like, "Oh, just go do it anyway, man. Just sit down and splash your butt yeah. real quick." <laughs> you give yourself a little spritz on the way out the door. <laughs> All right, bye, bye. bye. bye.